This is Pierre Bouvier, lead singer of the band Simple Plan. I could sing a song for you, Wine 30, with Andrew and Lindsay. Here we go. Andrew and Lindsay hosting Wine 30. Andrew and Lindsay. Through all the best and many more years to come tonight. I'm just a kid. Many more years to come. Peace. Welcome to Wine 30. Welcome. So today we are drinking, or I am drinking, a Little Ditty Macabeo from Spain. And a Macabeo is a rich, deep white wine with a heady, exotic floral bouquet that defies description. And it says on the palate, there are melon and almond notes on a plump frame with surprisingly breath or surprising breath and volume. I'm like, that sums it up very beautifully. The nice little bow. All right. I'm actually not drinking today. No, he's taking a little abstinence break. I am, however, drinking sparkling water. Which is also fun. It's uh, minerally. Very nice. (laughs) Um, I would call this like a complex, summery white wine. And I would love to drink this in Spain at night on a veranda with like twinkly lights. Okay. It's like the vibe. All right. Would also be really good with, like, spicy seafood. Oh, yeah. So. What kind of spicy seafood? I don't know, like, a, like, spicy seafood, like, stew type situation. Oh, stew. Nice. Or, like, a paella We should or make more stew. I know. We should. Um, we also have some, like, Argentinian shrimp in there. We could make some, like, shrimp soupy stew. When you say it like that, <laughs> it does not sound good. She did like this hand thing. She's like shrimpy stew and like a like a witch hand down. Like, come on now. Okay. I'm totally looking forward to that stew. This wine came from like that mm. Costco advent calendar where it was like the wines from around the world. And you know, we don't normally drink macabeos, but No. You get a little taste of uh Spain. Yeah. I think it's fun. It's it, a fun wine. It's kinda cool. I think it's we're actually almost finished with the advent calendar now. I know, months later. We're only, you know, six months into the year. Yeah. We started that in what, November? Yeah. But I wasn't drinking because I was pregnant and now Andrew's not drinking. So it's like... Because I'm pregnant. With ideas. (laughs) And (laughs) yeah. So let's talk about what we've been watching, reading, playing and listening to this week. First off, we were camping this week, so I feel like I watched a lot less television and like consumed a lot less media, but I did watch the Survivor finale. Nice. And Carolyn made the finale, but she got zero votes, which is very sad, but Andrew's pick to win won the whole thing. I, you know, I kind of just went on a limb. Thank you, you know, for acknowledging uh, my sharp intuition. He was like, Jam Jam for the win. He's like literally the only person I saw. I like popped my head in for one one day. And I was like, I think that guy's going the distance. You're like, that's a likable character. Yeah. Yeah. Which is why he won, I think, is because he was a likable character. So Yeah. Yeah. So what have you been watching? Uh, I've been watching this new series on 
Amazon Prime called The Citadel. Nice. And did you like it? I think it was good. It um, Some of the flashbacks were a little dragged on a little longer than I would have liked and kind of like complicated the plot a little too much. Uh, and I also found their value of life kind of un- unrealistic. Mm. But if you like spies and James Bond, honestly, it was like James Bond on steroids. Well, and it's like a short series, right? So it's not like you have to commit like to 20 episodes. Or yeah, it's just six episodes. Nice. So I'd like to say I've been reading something, but I have not been reading anything this week. Oh, okay. How about you? Uh, I've been reading a really cool new graphic novel, or it's new to me, but they've got a few volumes out. It's called Red Rising Sons of Eris. It's basically about um, a caste system in the future, kind of like Hunger Games a little bit. Nice. Where you have like a post-apocalyptic kind of world. You have like different colors, essentially. It, is it kind of like that book we listened to, The Selection? Remember where they had like the different yeah. casts and they had... It's like that. Like, oh, there's the artists and there's like the, the workers and the workers. Yeah. yeah. It's just like that, except for it's based in the future. And they basically had to do that so they could colonize. Well, that's what... This election was technically in the future too. Oh. And that's why they did the caste system was to like colonize after some big war or something. Oh, it's weird because they made it feel like it was... Like horseback, like fairy tale land. Well, that's the thing is like there'd been war and stuff, right? But people like weren't using cars and stuff anymore. Yeah. Because of whatever post apocalyptic thing. Um highly recommend the selection if you haven't read it. For all the listeners. Um, so what I've been playing, the like beta playtest or whatever of Town of Salem two is out. So I've been playing that. I'm really enjoying the new roles and it took me some getting used to because the first few rounds I was like, this is a lot trying to figure out where everything is and like what different roles do, but now I really enjoy it. So nice. I'm pumped about it. Sounds good. Yeah. I played a little bit of that and I was, it felt a little buggy to me, but they're still working out the kinks. And even since, so they opened up the play test yesterday And then since then, they've actually fixed some of the bugs already that people are complaining about. Like there were some things where like people would leave the lobby and they wouldn't refill the lobby. Yeah. And like things like that. And they've already fixed those bugs. For sure. So as things are popping up, they're pretty rapidly fixing them. Nice. So what have you been playing this week? I have been playing a little bit of Space Station 14, doing some janitor work. I was a chaplain. Syndicate. Nice. Died to an anomaly. <laughs> um, listening to... You've been listening to some music. Uh, I've been listening to little throwback Arctic Monkeys. Which is solid. I've been listening to some podcasts at night when I'm up nursing. This week's highlight is um, Busy Phillips is doing her best. Hosted by none other than Busy Phillips. And... I think it's kind of cool. It's kind of a little bit like ours because they talk about like hot topic-y real life stuff. And then they occasionally throw in like an interview with somebody. Sweet. 
So enjoyable. And I guess that's it before we take a quick little break to talk about this week's sponsor. All right, let's get it. Have you ever wondered why laundry detergent comes in massive plastic jugs? No one wants that. And 91% of those inconvenient, awkward, heavy jugs end up in landfills and oceans, harming our planet and marine life. There has to be a better way. And it's not like you can just stop doing laundry. So do what I did and switch to EarthBreeze. EarthBreeze laundry detergent eco sheets look just like dryer sheets, but they're not. It's a revolutionary liquidless laundry detergent that dissolves 100% in any wash cycle, hot or cold. No measuring, no mess, and no heavy plastic jugs. You just toss the sheet right in. EarthBreeze has really made the whole concept of detergent better. The packaging is lightweight, biodegradable, and plastic-free, and it's great for all laundry lifestyles, even sensitive skin. Their eco sheets are hypoallergenic and dermatologist tested, which is great for us because we have a new baby and we like things that are like fragrance-free and hypoallergenic, and this fits the bill. EarthBreeze is compatible with HE washers, gray water systems, and is septic safe. They offer flexible subscriptions that can be adjusted, paused, or canceled by you at any time. No contracts or fees. It's delivered right to your door via carbon-neutral shipping at a frequency you can set that works for your unique lifestyle. Most importantly, you can get a powerful clean. EarthBreeze is tough on stains, fights odors, and your clothes come out clean every time. I think it's super cool because I hate having to like lift up a huge heavy jug, and it reminds me of when we had to go to like a laundromat and do our laundry, and it was a pain to lug around those jugs. And now it's like you can just bring your cute little eco sheets and just toss them right in and you're good to go. And don't just take my word for it. You can try it for yourself with their risk-free 100% satisfaction guarantee. If you don't like it, EarthBreeze will give you a full refund. No questions asked and no return necessary. Switch from the old-fashioned goo to something new. Right now, our listeners can subscribe to EarthBreeze and can save 40%. Go to earthbreeze.com slash wine30 to get started. That's earthbreeze.com slash wine30 for 40% off. earthbreeze.com slash wine30. Thanks for sticking with us. So I have a couple questions for Andrew to kick off. All right. So what would you say is the hardest part about having a new baby? Um, I mean, changing diapers is getting pretty old. But would you say that's, like, the hardest part or just something that, like, is an annoyance? Uh, It's not hard. I feel like for me... Being cried at in your face. The hardest part... That's hard. ...is the lack of sleep because it's, like, when I'm lacking sleep and then there's, like, a little human that's, like, screaming and crying and you're, like, what can I do for you? Like, you're just overstimulated. Yeah. And Being, like, it's like hard. when you're like holding a baby and they're just like screaming in your face and you're like, you're changed, you're fed. Like I've held you in many different positions. You just need a nap. You're just like, uncomfortable. Shut your eyes. It's like we did leg workouts. We <laughs> did belly time. I don't understand what you want. Yeah. We went for a walk. And the second the walk ended, there's a full on meltdown. Yeah. It's, it's like, like you, you can't got walk a binky. Forever. You got a binky. <laughs> It's like, now you're swaddled. (laughs) It's like straight jacket time. (laughs) Yeah, I feel like the lack of sleep, especially the first couple of weeks, was really hard. Yeah. Where I'm like, I got two hours of sleep last night. And like, 
learning how to function on less sleep. It's always funny how fast it's always funny. That doesn't make sense. It's funny how fast I have become like desensitized to being screamed at. (laughs) 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 Like I'll just be like by me and the baby. Yeah. I'll just be like totally unfazed, you know? You're like, Lindsay just yelled at me for something silly. Don't even care. <laughs> Rolled off my back. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what would you say is the best part? The best part? There's a lot of good parts. They like the cute little face. The smiles when he uh, farts. <laughs> Very cute. <laughs> Lindsay <laughs> likes when the baby farts. Uh, I like when he's like, like dozing a little bit. He started giving hugs. Uh, yeah, I like when you take the um, right when you take the swaddle off. He like shoots his arms out and his legs out, and like does a big stretch. And for a moment, just a tiny moment, it's like really. Nice. And then he just crafts himself. <laughs> <laughs> like he just full on crafts himself. Loudly, like does a huge every stroke. time. But he like for a second looks like he wants a big hug. And he's like, Ugh, like every body on his muscle on his body is stretched out to give you a hug. And then he just like full on crafts himself. <laughs> I knew it was coming. <laughs> but for a moment there, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I also like when he takes baths. Because I feel like, or not baths, but like showers. Like when you bring yeah. him in the shower and he just like looks so cozy and comfy and like falls asleep. And That's like, rewarding. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. But there's much more screaming. <laughs> much more screaming. <laughs> it's like a constant flow of screams. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Or like, for instance, something that gets on my nerves and it's really hard is um, like you'll put him down. He'll be like dead asleep. And you put him down and everything's perfect. And then you, you walk out of the room and then he, he just starts acting up. And you're like, did his binky fall out of his mouth? And then like, you go what in there like it? six times to put the binky back in the mouth. And he keeps like spitting it out to get you to come back in. And you're like, come on. Yeah. Yeah. He's, He's smart. too smart. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So on another note, Ron DeSantis did his like official presidency announcement. And he chose to do it via audio. Like it was like an audio interview where he announced he was running for president officially. And on the viewer, they were talking about how this is actually super smart for him, which normally it's a very lackluster thing to be like, oh, they announced their run for president over audio. But they're like, Ron DeSantis is awkward. Oh. Like he's a really awkward speaker and like a really awkward dude. So like it actually did him a service. To do it via like a radio show versus. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're like, by the time it gets to election time, people are just going to be like, Ron DeSantis is a weird dude. Oh, really? Because like once it gets to like debates and stuff, people are going to be really turned off by like the way he speaks. Oh, because I, you know, I'm not familiar, but I know Floridians seem to admire him enough. Yeah, but I guess. It's like in the media, you just see like clips and like little ideas or like whatever. Yeah. And even like Alyssa Farrah Griffin, who's like a Republican, was like, yeah, people are 
going to like get off the DeSantis train. I mean, he's got a ton of education. I mean, that doesn't mean you're a good speaker. Yeah. No, I just mean he's got a lot of education, which usually like leads into the idea that you have good critical thinking skills. Yeah. But I don't know. Not everyone can be a good debater. I mean, most people aren't. Yeah. So, um, so I have one more question for you. I was talking about going to Disney World the other day, and my mom and sisters were like, why would you go to Disney World? Like, your kid's not even going to remember it. And it got me thinking, like, what if, like, should we just be doing things or not be doing things because our kid won't remember them? Well, uh, I think that you should expose your kid to stuff. Because my thought process is like, well, they're not going to remember that Winnie the Pooh episode they watched on TV either, right? Or they're not going to remember like that bath you gave them or they're not going to remember that walk they went on. So like, why not enjoy experiences? Like as an adult, you can still enjoy experiences with your kid, even if your kid doesn't remember them. Yeah. Also, there's something to be said for like subconscious emotions Mm -hmm. that will show up down the road. For instance, like if like the smell of a beach, we went to the beach. And so like the smell of the beach or the sound of like waves crashing, like your kid's not going to remember going to the beach, but the sound of waves hitting the beach sand, that will stick with him, you know, Mm -hmm. like, because he didn't really have his eyes open too much on the beach because it's like cold and kind of windy. It actually wasn't that cold or windy, but it was like cold for him and we had him wrapped up, but I walked him up and down the beach in the, and I was walking in the water because the water wasn't too cold. And it was like, he's probably going to have some really nice dreams. Like it'll probably be a comforting sound. Yeah. It's going to be comforting sound. Yeah. So I think Disneyland is going to be like, I mean, if he goes on like poo ride, Mm -hmm. it's already kind of psychedelic like that. Those colors are going to stick with him. Yeah. Because colors are going to be new. So like that type of thing is going to be comforting. Well, and he like, that's one of the only things that he really like watches because he's only a month old. Um, It's like Winnie the Pooh, right? So they like, he hears the music. So then if he goes on the ride and it's like high contrast, like colors and like the music, it's going to be like familiar. Yeah. So. And it's like, if you're having fun with your baby, your baby's having fun. Who cares? Like, who cares if they remember? I mean, remembering is like not even real anyway. Like remembering is the idea of remembering is that you're recreating a, a, a memory. Mm-hmm. Like that's what the word means. Like if you really want to be accurate, you should say, don't forget. Like he'll forget it. Right. Yeah. But everybody's forgetting everything anyway. We're all just remembering anyway. So you know what I mean? Yeah. Like what you should really say is like, don't forget the sound of the ocean, which I actually would argue that he probably will remember better the sound of the ocean than most people that go as adults. Maybe. Because, like, he's a sponge. 
And, like, he's had less experiences, right? Like, he's so. less likely to remember, but he's also less likely to forget. Yeah. Do you have any topics you want to hit us with? Is it ever okay to be naked in male public bathrooms? Like, just, like, a Target bathroom or, like, a Costco bathroom or, like, a library bathroom? Like, what kind of bathroom are we talking about here? Like, a gym bathroom? Well, is it okay for it in a gym bathroom? I mean, if you're taking a shower and stuff, right? Um, yeah. But, like, should you walk around naked? I mean, in the locker room. That's... I'm talking about gym. We're saying gym. Because, obviously, in Target, it's not, like... I mean, people in, like, the women's gym locker rooms will walk around naked. Yeah, I think it's okay. So, I mean, you're in a private place where people aren't, like, legally allowed to take photos or anything or, like... Do you think there should be like an age limit for people that go to the gym? Like maybe 16-year-olds? Most of them have um, age limits for one, using the gym and two, being able to use the gym without a parent or guardian. So, I mean, they kind of already have those guidelines in place. Yeah. Did you like read an article about someone just walking around naked or something? No, I was thinking about it because... We were talking about um, gym. Somehow we were talking about gym locker rooms or something the other day. Oh, yeah. And then I saw something on a thread that brought it back up. And I was like, oh, yeah, we were talking about that. Yeah. So what are you most excited to do with your baby besides go to Disneyland? Um. I'm excited because in, what is it, two more weeks, two and a half more weeks, he'll be old enough to start uh, swim lessons. Oh, yeah. That's going to be so fun. Which, I mean, it's not really learning how to swim, but it's like getting him used to the water. And I'm really excited for that because I think that that's something that's going to like pay off later in life, like being comfortable in the water. And I think it's just going to be fun for us as parents to do as well. Yeah. What are you most excited about? I really want to like throw a baseball with my kid, but that's a quite a ways off. I'll just be excited when he's crawling or scooting. We saw a kid at the beach who was scooting. Like, like all the way down the beach. <laughs> he just like scooted all the way down to the beach into the water. It was quite funny. He was like probably less than one. Yeah, he was probably like, I guess like eight months old. He was curling like a little bit too, so. Yeah, but he like scooted. It was funny. Like how a dog will like rub its butt on carpet. Yeah. So speaking of our baby, he's waking up from a nice long nap. Yes. Which means that we will talk to you with more Hot Topics next week. Yes. Bye.